Um, with us live via telephone is Rabbi Arye Kersner. I remind you that our friends at Art Scroll, every time you order anything from Art Scroll, do me a favor and do yourselves a favor. Use promo code radio. Because then you get a massive discount and you get free shipping. Even if you spend 10 bucks, you get free shipping. There's no minimum if you use promo code radio. So always use promo code radio when ordering from artscroll.com. Today, you're going to want to order uh, Rabbi Kersner's brand new book. It's called Halacha at Home, Safer Hilcho Tabayit, an in-depth halacha guide uh, to the Jewish home. Rabbi Aryeh Kersner is the author, and he is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Kersner, Mazel Tov on the brand new book, and thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Thank you very much, and it's a pleasure to be here, and I appreciate you having me. Oh, and we appreciate you being on. Uh, I, I Because there are other, um, other halachic works that discuss Shabbos and other situations in the Jewish home, why, Rabbi Kersner, did you feel you should write this one entitled Halacha at Home? Well, there are topics that aren't covered elsewhere, at least in depth, as it pertains to the Jewish home, and we felt that there should be a safer delineating the details that are very relevant and not covered in detail and in depth. Yeah, the 2021 Jewish home, Rabbi Kersner, is a lot different than Jewish homes have been in history. Am I right about that? Yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. They, and, they are um, very different. <laughs> yes, There go ahead. are topics that come up now that weren't around, uh, you know, I mean, I'll give you a perfect example, and those of you who are wondering, what do you mean, Nachum and Rabbi Kersner, the Jewish home is so different today than it ever was in history? Rabbi Kersner has an entire section on halachas of household help. How many times have we been, and Rabbi Kersner, I'll ask you the question, but I, I, I guess I'm answering the question as I ask it. I mean, all of us have been guilty of being lackadaisical when it comes to putting the responsibility of Kashrus and many other uh, areas of Jewish life in the hands of reliable, yet often not Jewish, household help. And, and it's way beyond just technically in the kitchen, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gigantic um, yeah. uh, overall problem. What would, how, would you, how would you classify it? It's, it's definitely a problem, but I think that when you talk to people, they start to get nervous as, as if it's a non-solvable problem. Right, good point. It's a problem that just has to be dealt with, but... It's, it's something that could be taken care of if you have a little bit of knowledge and a wherewithal to make sure that the holes are, are you know, taken care of and the problems are avoided. So just for example, sure. you'll have many people that will call up and they'll say, like, you know, I had a non-Jew in the house and I had some type of wine bottle, so right. I have to throw it out, right? But many cases, in fact, most cases... Even though lechatchila, maybe there are different, you know, guidelines that will pertain to safeguarding from an issue that will arise. But the diavid, in many cases, you'll be able to allow the the wine to be consumed subsequently, just because, as we go through in the book, there are many coolers that could that could mitigate the problem, at least the diavid. So these are the questions that sometimes people think that right. you know, if I right. go through that halachic lens, it will cause me to have to throw out everything right. it's not the it's not the case you just have to know where the problems are and how to solve them uh you have an entire section on kashring caleb and i'm saying to myself you know is it that complicated and then i look 
And I see that microwaves and sinks and hot water urns and, and a lot of kitchen equipment and appliances that we never had before in history, you address. And again, I would say that if people would read each individual section of your Kostring Kalem section, they'd get a perspective of how to deal with each one of these individual items. Yes, for sure. I actually initially only wrote on Kostring and Tivoli. Right. I, I actually I had COVID, and I was, I was stuck at home. And I wasn't able to talk. Like, I, I got it pretty bad. And, um, you know, a friend of mine in Montreal said, you should start writing to us instead. And it was right before Pesach. Or it was right after Pesach. It was the Pesach time. Right. And uh, I, I had just noticed that people just were very confused. And, and it was very difficult, especially during COVID, when a lot of people were making Pesach for the first time. The people had a very difficult time knowing how to kasher properly, how to table properly, what the guidelines are. And that was the first thing I wrote on, and then it just went from there. But yes, casting and typhoon is extremely important, and uh, it's not just you know some magical formula. There are <laughs> that's for sure. There's a de- you know people think you do this for this and this for that. And it's actually it's an interesting sukya which which begs for further analysis. Halacha at Home is the book, an in-depth halacha guide to the Jewish home. Rabbi Aryeh Kersner is with us live via telephone. As I always suggest, when you go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. It'll save you some money and it'll get you free shipping. You know, Rabbi Kersner, you just mentioned COVID. I have, I, I know people whose children, until they reach a certain age, of course, have never seen their father with tefillin because their father's always in shul. I would never dare daven, right. daven at home. Right. Because of COVID, obviously that situation changed. And you have an entire section on davening at home. Can there be a minion in your house? And of course, the Sefer Torah is one of the situations that has to be deal with, if dealt with if there's a minion in the house. If you're home on Rosh Chodesh, do you say hello with a bracha? When do you remove your tefillin? You know, if, if davening at home, because it might be different than when we remove our tefillin when davening with a minion. Isn't it amazing how COVID gave us an opportunity, gave you an opportunity to address so many of these issues that we never would have thought of? Yeah, definitely. These were halachas that were found in Shulchan Aruch and the earlier Paiskin, but just it wasn't relevant so much, right. and it just became relevant recently. Like stuff you would never have thought of would be pertinent. Lamaisa just became pertinent. So, by the way, by the way, because I know, yeah. I know, I know how these, this audience thinks. They're now curious. We do take off fill in the same time if we're davening Rosh Chodesh at home or not. Yes, yes, we do, Lamaisa. Lamaisa, we do. Yes, we do. Right, but, be- right but, before uh, When it comes to bracha on Hallel, right. as is well known, there are, are differences between Ashkenazim and Sardim. So wow. it's primarily uh, the, the psak is based on Ashkenazi psak, but the background is about the, the sukya, both relevant for Ashkenazim and Sardim. So the, the uh, basis of the halacha is, is universal, but the bottom line, we, we went with. At least in general, we went with the um, Ashkenazi practice. And then, of course, you have uh, other uh, things that you discuss regarding the Jewish home, how to have a guest and the mitzvah of inviting guests into one's home, which now people, thank God, are able to can, to pick up and do again. Um, what, what happens when a woman forgets to light Shabbos candles? Um, uh, what happens about the about stucca? And, and I never even thought of this one, and you know, how many homes have stucca boxes that are full and are never getting emptied? You actually address the status of a pushka in someone's home and what and what that money should be designated for. 
Uh, honestly, before right. before you address this, Rabbi Kersner, I, it, it, even though I've passed that pushka a million times, I, I never thought of the halachic ramifications. <laughs> yes, it's so it's so funny how we live life with certain you know practices that we only think about sometimes after years. You know, so true. And finally, there are, there are actually halachas of buying a home. There are halachas of, uh, many people know what the concept of ona is. If you're not familiar with it, um, pick up the book and you'll see. But, uh, you know, it, does that apply to real estate? There are people that are, you know, that are doing construction on their home. There is a Jewish halachic way to do construction. Things that we would not even think about um, that are in Rabbi Kersner's uh, uh, book. And, of course, uh, mezuzah, people all the time wonder about where mezuzah does or doesn't belong. And specific halachas of um, of mezuzah and Rabbi Kersner, I would argue that uh, part of establishing a Jewish home is making sure that the Jewish house uh, or the Jewish apartment is uh, built or maintained according to halachic specifications. Yes, I think that's the that's the root of it all. You got to start off on the right foot, and then everything else will follow. It's a halachic way of doing everything. That's really the bottom line. That's how, <coughs> that's how I would put it. There's a halachic yeah. way of doing yeah. everything. They say you should be able to build a bias nema be Yisrael. So part of a bias nema means faithful to God. That it has to be not just faithful to the residents, but faithful to God. The start-off point is that you've got to have halachically sound homes before you actually could bring in the shechina in a proper way. So right. that's, the, uh, that's the goal. Before I let you go, Rabbi Kersner, there's one other point I want to make, which you sort of made, but I think it needs to be emphasized. Um... People need to look at your work um, in this over 300-page book about halacha in the home and not be intimidated by it. It's better to pick it up and learn these halachas and, and, and be guided by what is right and what is wrong than to just simply avoid it because one's afraid what they might read in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that if people actually will take the time to learn some of the halacha that pertains to a home, they'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, because many things they always assumed was a pro- were problematic actually, in fact, are not. So it's not just about being machmir when you don't have to be machmir, but it's just about knowing the background and the underpinnings of what halacha requires in a home. Yeah. Well said, well said. Uh, Rabbi Kersner, I thank you for joining us. Mazal tov on the book. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, and I, I appreciate you having me. Uh, our pleasure. The book is called Halacha at Home, an in-depth halacha guide to the Jewish home. It is our latest recommendation from our friends at Art Scroll. It's written by Rabbi Aryeh Kersner, K-E-R-Z-N-E-R. It's available now. Uh, do um, do what I always say regarding uh, artscroll.com, and you will benefit from it. Uh, always take this piece of Nahum Siegel advice. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code RADIO. If you do, you'll have a nice discount, and you'll have free shipping. And our latest recommendation uh, to find at artscroll.com is by R.A. Kersner's uh, brand-new book called Halacha at Home, an in-depth halacha guide to the Jewish home. More coming up. It's a Thursday morning edition of JM in the 